Hi, it's John Paul, the Car Doctor. Welcome to another Car Doctor program. This time we're going to be talking with Dan DeRubis. He's the brand manager for the Lincoln Corsair, and he's going to fill us in on some details about the 2023 Lincoln Corsair. Well, for 2023, the Lincoln Corsair come out with a new semi-autonomous feature. Can you tell us about that? Absolutely. So on the new Corsair, we have Active Glide, which is a hands-free driving feature. It was introduced originally on Navigator a year ago, and it offers the ability to drive on divided limited access roads. Uh, so thinking primarily of highway type scenarios um, where we've, we've pre-mapped them and uh, we know a lot about the road conditions and things like that. And uh, when you're in those zones and you have the feature activated, uh, the vehicle will let you know on the display that hands-free driving is available. It'll give you a chime and uh, you can take your hands off the wheel in those zones and, and drive in a kind of relaxed, comfortable manner. You still have to keep your eyes on the road and be paying attention so that, you know, if and when you come out of one of those zones, the vehicle will alert you. You do have to be ready to take control again. But uh, Active Glide itself is a great feature. And Corsair is introducing some new enhancements that include a lane change assist. So when you're driving in hands-free mode and the system realizes that there is an opportunity for a lane change available for a number of reasons, it will give you an alert. It'll allow you to use the turn signal stock to let the vehicle know that you do want to move ahead with that lane change, and then the vehicle will execute the maneuver. And uh, in-lane repositioning is a way that we are trying to help make the vehicle drive more in a manner that you might or, or a driver might themselves. And so part of that's adjusting the position of the vehicle within the lane, uh, maybe from the center to one side or the next, depending on the presence of other vehicles and things going on around it. And uh, you you mentioned you have to pay attention uh, still because there are times you need to take over. Is there a system in the vehicle that sort of monitors you, the driver, to make sure that you are paying attention? Yes, and it's a really important part of the way that we design the feature. So there's a driver state monitoring camera. It's located on the steering wheel column. So it's right in front of the driver and it tracks both their head position as well as the direction of their eye gaze. And so uh, between those two different factors, uh, either independently and, and together with one another, we try to monitor to make sure that someone does in fact have their, their head looking uh, forward most of the time and that their eyes are on the road most of the time. And if we find that that's not happening in the hands-free mode, we'll actually disengage the feature alert the driver that um, you know, they're not paying attention. And if they don't uh, sort of engage again, uh, the vehicle will actually give them an alert, let them know that they're going to have to take control again. And, uh, you know, it's, it's all signaled in advance so people know what's going to happen or what's happening as it develops. There are times that I like to drive. Absolutely. I want to be in control of the vehicle. A fun car to drive is, is, always, is always great. And then there's times like driving in and out of Boston traffic that I would like to do anything but drive. Um, <laughs> but there are times that maybe you're allowing the vehicle to be in control, but an emergency situation happens. Um, you know, a box falls off the back of a truck or some, you know, a vehicle makes an emergency maneuver. How does the vehicle compensate for that? Or does the driver still, or is that one of the reasons why the driver still needs to be paying attention? That's one of the reasons that drivers still need to pay attention. I think even uh, under the best conditions and with the best systems that are available today, they can deliver a really robust feature and experience for the driver. The world is unpredictable and roads can be unpredictable. And some of those things uh, I imagine could happen 
uh, outside of what the vehicle is detecting. And, and those unforeseen examples are, I think, reasons why uh, this is still a level two feature. And uh, you know, it's still important for the driver to be able to see what's going on around and to be able to step in if something like that is happening. And there's been some surveys that have been done in the past that people are sort of untrusting of uh, autonomous vehicles. Uh, but by having this feature in place, this is a way to sort of get people comfortable with the idea that maybe in the future, whenever that is, that they can truly take their hands off the wheel and, you know, maybe take a nap and arrive wherever they're going to arrive several hours later all rested, right? Well, you're, you're right about people wanting uh, technology, wanting to be able to get comfortable with it as, as they're interested. In. And I think making the technology available to as many people as possible is something at Lincoln that we feel is really important. So part of making it available on our small luxury SUV, um, you know, and, and making that approachable to people who might be driving a luxury vehicle today, or might not be driving a luxury vehicle today is really important. Um, you know, again, being a level two feature, I think the intention here is not to have people, um, you know, the system wouldn't work if you're closing your eyes and relaxing too much. Uh, it's hmm. not so you can pick up your phone and look at it, but I think where clients today we're hearing find the most value is on longer road trips. You're on the freeway. Uh, there's not a lot of traffic or other things going on. And you'd like the ability for some time just to relax your hands. You know, your hands have been on the wheel for a long period of time. Physically, you want to be able to just bring some relief to those elements of your body while yep. you're still paying attention to the road. And, uh, you know, it'll still let you look at the remote uh, radio controls and things like that and change. But um, I think that's where we find value. And, and like you said, as, as people want it, it's there. Uh, as people use it and they feel more comfortable, maybe they use it more often. And we're just trying to open that up. Yeah, absolutely. You you mentioned the Corsair is a, a small luxury SUV. It's also Lincoln's best-selling uh, SUV at this point. Sales are up over 20%, right? Yeah, Corsair has been a huge success and it's only been in market for a few years. So I think we feel really great about the success that we're finding in the market today. Some of the things we're talking about in technology generally have been a big part of uh, what makes Corsair successful. It was a big part of our message when we launched and it's something that we're finding people find a lot of value in. Uh, even in addition to that, um, it's a great looking vehicle. It offers a lot of flexibility in a small luxury package. So even things like a second row that can slide and recline. Uh, maybe you don't have people in the second row that often. Maybe you don't have a lot of large cargo very often, but when you do, you want room for those people and things. So. Uh, a lot of reasons why it's been really popular. Uh, we also added a plug-in hybrid Grand Touring model about a year ago, uh, and we're finding a lot of people are really interested in that. So um, I think it's been, it's been really successful for us, and we're really excited about the new model because all the things that you and I are talking about today make it just that much better, and I think open up more opportunity for it. Oh, you mentioned the plug-in hybrid and how people have become kind of attracted to that feature, I suppose, as you know, gas prices of getting crazy and all. Um, who, who is the customer for the Corsair? Um, is it uh, kind of a non-traditional Lincoln customer? Who, who's buying the Corsair these days? Corsair broadly uh, is being purchased by a lot of different people. And I think that's what's really exciting for us. Mm. Is younger clients who are looking for uh, a great smaller luxury vehicle um, sometimes it may be people who are stepping up to luxury for the first time, uh, and we're seeing that, that it's really attractive, that the price is right, the features and technology are great, and it has great curb appeal. Uh, and, uh, 
you know, I think otherwise we do see a lot of people who are also stepping down from larger vehicles that have had a lot of technology and amenities, and they don't want to give that up when they get into a smaller vehicle. And Corsair really fits the bill there as well. And with the Grand Touring specifically, I know you had mentioned that, it feels like it's just the right product for the right time. That there's a lot of people who aren't ready to go to a full battery electric, that um, they're interested in being able to gas it up and go for longer drives, but they're really interested in being able to also plug the vehicle in, use all electric power on the battery, and you know, handle their smaller commutes in and around town. And uh, the, the duality of being able to do one, the other, or both together is really compelling. Yeah, it really is. Well, I want to thank you for taking a little time out of your day and joining us on the Car Doctor program. No, thank you so much, John. I appreciate your time. I want to thank Dan for joining us. And remember, if you want to learn more about the Lincoln Corsair, you can go to Lincoln.com. A couple of weeks ago, we got tickets to the Saratoga Motor Car Auction, and they sent me quite a few tickets. And again, it's in Saratoga, New York. And the tickets are a single-day general admission ticket. So if you would like tickets to the Saratoga Motor Car Auction or the museum in general, you can drop me an email at jpaul at aaanortheast.com, and I'll put them in the mail to you. So jpaul at aaanortheast.com. And until next time, make sure you wear your seatbelt, drive safely, be good to your car, and of course, if you see an emergency vehicle by the side of the road, slow down or move over. It saves lives. <laughs>